Alexis is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never right. been anybody that's right. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their club. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat your children. It was just banter. Stay off the weed. And England win on penalties. History in itself. You know, I think it's a great city. I think they got the best organization in the NBA. But they do have some big old wins. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why don't you take your pants off? Balls are fun. I understand. Come on, take it quickly, Reggie! Yes, good match. No one is in the fucking reserves. Listen, I ain't gonna forget about this by the time we get back. Hello and welcome to episode 198 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, joined as always by Jack Harper, Tom Kennett, and Alex Jones. And I have asked Steve Brown, Stuntman Steve, to join us today. I think I referenced him last week. I can't remember what for. Something good, I'm sure. Um, as, of course, we, we, we did need a West Ham correspondent for today, Alex. So I'm sure you can appreciate. <laughs> so Of course. I don't shy so, away from it. Like so we got that to get into as well. There is plenty of news of the week this week, so I'll get straight into it. And we're kicking things off big because... An 11-year-old has been charged after stealing a school bus and engaging in a police chase. <laughs> so there is footage of this that you can see online, and he is giving the police the finger as he's driving. I don't know who taught this 11-year-old to drive, by the way, but he's engaging in a police chase. He's giving the bird to the police, and eventually they did stop him, and he said, well, look, if you're going to leave the keys in the bus, then don't complain when this happens. Um, got, got some news from closer to home uh, razor blades were found in pizza dough as an ex-employee was arrested uh, so this was in England and yeah he was quite literally baking razor blades into pizza and sending them out so it sounds like pizza yeah uh, a woman chased young boys with a car before tasing a nine year old police say I'm sure we've all seen an annoying kid before that we probably thought could do with being tased but they didn't have a taser or thought maybe that could be a bit too far um, an engineer has developed the world's first real life retractable Star Wars lightsaber I've seen so this that would be in America if they got rid of guns and everyone just had lightsabers instead Right Imagine <laughs> a brawl in like New York with lightsabers, Crips and Bloods with blue and red lightsabers. <laughs> would be unbelievable. People campaigning saying, "Look, it's not the lightsaber killing me." <laughs> um, a man who farted in the back of an Uber has ended up in court. Wait, what? What's he charged for? <laughs> I, I, I don't go past the headlines, so. I can't believe you went past the headline for that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the, the it, next one was tough. The restraint, the restraint show. To be well, fair, I, I sure. 
To be fair, I think Sean could probably do with going to court after some of the things that he's pulled. He's messaging me before saying that he's done that in the back of an Uber, so... (laughs) I remember when uh, I went to London with Steve, actually, and he decided to do his name about a week before we went. And so Uh... he claimed he couldn't get the tube, so we had to get an Uber. Unfortunately, I had one of them promo codes that you get when you first start, and it was like, 20 pounds off your first journey or something because we were in there for like an hour and 15 (laughs) minutes taking like a grand tour it was it was a nice hot day this guy had everything had his aircon it was it was lovely little drive but it only cost us 20 quid in the end it should have been like 45 it was like a proper tour guide as well i was telling us all about westminster abbey and all this (laughs) (laughs) he's a lovely bloke um escaped cow found trapped on neighbor's trampoline Oh, that was the one I really wanted to go a bit further because if it was bouncing then that would have been unbelievable <laughs> uh, couple names their daughter after internet provider to get free Wi-Fi for 18 years I've seen this and that is quality <laughs> um, so Jack this was you suggested well you sent the headline over Florida man dirts his hands with peanut butter and punch his neighbour who's allergic to nuts. <laughs> so I went a bit closer to murder. Yes, that is As good as the news source was, Jack, when I looked a bit closer at dankingnews.com, <laughs> it, is, it is a satire site, and just so it's not wasted, I'll give you some of the headlines here. Um, Trump does a monkey flip to show he's in perfect health and ends up in hospital again. <laughs> Um, Again, that's Duolingo strange, Bird arrested for murder in his defence says it's simple Spanish or vanish <laughs> 10 year old black child made 2k selling n-word passes to white friends at school <laughs> science if your ass hair grows very dense diarrhoea comes out filtered as pure water so this was your news source Jack I'm afraid um, <laughs> This man stopped smoking and saved that money to buy a car, then died in a car accident. Florida barber arrested for drugs. Customers say they didn't know he was a barber. And that's just in the last 10 days. So. Oh, no, we've got on the side. A hungry kid called 911, so cops brought him a pizza and shot him 22 times. So, there we go. Incredible. In sight, though, nonetheless, if we're struggling in the future, that just yeah. shows you how serious I do take news of the week. <laughs> um, Florida man plants marijuana seeds in his neighbor's garden and calls the police three months later. <laughs> are we back on actual uh, news now? Or are you still on yeah, the, yeah. Uh, no, this is actual news. Um, There's a lot that I can't tell the difference. Yeah. Tamil Nadu, 74-year-old dead man kept in a freezer box by relatives overnight, is rescued alive by police. <laughs> the next headline I saw, though, was a Indian man who was trapped in a freezer for 20 hours after being mistakenly declared dead has now died. So, two-parter. <laughs> Naked teen covered in ranch dressing crash- crashes at Kansas gas station. <laughs> Again, this could have come from that website. <laughs> the next one is my favourite this week. Um, man accused of masturbating an LSU parking lot claims he was playing the air drums in his truck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
we've brilliant. got some very American uh, headlines. So, bacon scented face mask released in hope of slowing the infection rate in America. Oh, Jesus Christ. Chinese airline bars depressed woman from boarding flight because eight hours is a long time to be around a mood killer. (laughs) (laughs) Australian man suffers double eye injury in magpie swooping attack after conversation turns ugly. (laughs) America's latest COVID stopping plan. Walmart's to offer three Black Fridays. (laughs) What? Drunk man tries to eat a pigeon but falls off a building instead. <laughs> and Detroit woman says she woke up on an aeroplane to find a pasta peeing on her. So that's your news of the week. Very <laughs> interesting. All in the last seven days. So Jesus Christ. I bet 90% of that is America as well. Yeah, I do tend to. You can just search Florida man and I could have a week's worth of headlines, but. You know, global this is. Well, justice for the man playing the air drums is all uh, I'm going to say. So we do have plenty of football to get into. It was a surprisingly good weekend for me, despite the fact that Arsenal lost. So that could say a lot about what we're going to discuss today. Um, if we start off with uh, Liverpool and we'll probably close out with a greater conversation on VAR. So we'll see how we go there. The big question, though, should Liverpool reassess their season expectations following Virgil van Dijk's injury? So, in in between an injury-enforced substitution against Southampton at Anfield in September 2018 and this Pickford incident that's left van Dijk with an ACL injury, um, the 29-year-old had played every single minute of the 74 Premier League games by Klopp's team in that time. 6,665 minutes of consistency until it was brought to a big halt. I know at the start of the season, TK, when we were saying whether Liverpool should get a backup centre-back, you did praise just how consistent Van Dijk is. And I don't know if you touched wood after or not, but I'm glad I did when I said the same about Bamiang. <laughs> so I think in that pre- time, Liverpool lost, Liverpool lost just five Premier League games won the Champions League, the FIFA Club World Cup, and ended the club's 30-year wait for a domestic title. If you go on ESPN, Mark Ogden has written a headline, Will Van Dyke's injury end Liverpool's title hopes? History suggests so. So essentially, because you have not won a title without Van Dyke, that's the Premier League, that's the history <laughs> suggesting not. It's, pretty, it's a pretty good record, isn't it? That's, that's pretty good evidence to use. And that Julian Lawrence says that Pickford should be banned for as long as Van Dyke is out, but we'll get into that after. So first of all, TK, if you're a Liverpool board member today and you've got Klopp in for a meeting, football manager, where they call you in and you can reassess your season goals, what would you be saying to Klopp he should be targeting this season? Well, I, I don't know. You can still target winning the league. You just accept that you might not. Yeah. What What would you tell him, like, this is what we expect this season, Jürgen. Well, actually, even with him, though, isn't it? Even if with him, what, if we finish second, what is it? Is it then a terrible season? I've, I don't know. I, I think you've got to accept that winning the league is going to be very tricky now. And it's, But still, you've got to have minimum expectation, obviously, is that you're going to get in the Champions League spots. You're not going to suddenly yeah. say, 
all right, you can come sixth then. In fairness, defending's pretty unfashionable this season, so Van Dijk being injured does really just go in with what everyone else is doing. I, I, I like, is it just me or is like I find this conversation, this whole conversation, quite ridiculous. All right, Van Dijk is the best centre back in the league and was a very important cornerstone of Liverpool winning the title previously. But like you just said, no other team in the Premier League is showing great signs of being a consistent defensive force that, you know, it's going to be, it looks more and more like a free for all again, similar to the start of the Leicester winning season. Yeah. I think if you took Kane out of Spurs side, it's the equivalent of taking Van Dijk out of Liverpool's life. Well, well, we've done we we've done well without Kane before. Oh. Sun steps up. We've done all right. No, but like we've done all no, right. I, I'm like I'm talking I'm talking about when we've lost Kane before. We've managed to at least maintain where we've sort Jose of been. When the season ended when you had some injuries. So to <laughs> say more Liverpool should more. assess their expectations isn't that? No, I don't think they should. I don't think they should. If your if your team falls apart with if your team falls apart with one key player, I, I just. They they've got more than enough quality it's, it's, there it's to not establish just one key a, player. Yeah, it's quite a it's it's, it's they're, like they're missing taking Alisson Messi for, out of Barca. I was going to say well. Steve, right? We're missing the they're, keeper they're, as well. They're missing Alisson, who's is out to four to eight <laughs> weeks. Uh, I don't so, know why I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, Adrian hasn't really performed as well as he should or could have. I mean, so without, when, when he was at West Ham, of, sorry. when he was at West Ham, Adrian was ideally quite good. But since going to Liverpool, he hasn't really done much, unfortunately. Didn't he tried to catch the ball from a corner once and catch Ogbonna's head instead? <laughs> no, that was against that, that, that was against Tottenham. Uh, the ball's come whipped in, <laughs> and uh, Kiyate's headed it away. So Adjans anticipated the ball to be where Kiyate's head is, so he's called Kiyate's head instead. <laughs> It's, uh... it's a good thing he didn't try and throw it immediately. <laughs> as much as it just being Van Dyke out, um, it does just leave them with Joel Matip and Joe Gomez as fit centre backs. Dejan Lovren, who was experienced to cover if nothing else, wasn't replaced. I saw a Dutch football account say this is the time to set Van der Berg to step up. And I think it was too soon for Liverpool fans because it wasn't met with a pleasant response to them <laughs> saying they they tweeted something like uh, as uh, one Dutch colossus falls, another is ready to step in, and their replies were not pleasant. <laughs> I do find it quite insufferable though the hysteria this is whipped up within Liverpool Twitter and just Twitter in general, where I've seen. Sky Sports accounts tweeting out the video of the incident again and just basically echoing the kind of why it wasn't picked for ban. Yeah, it was bad, but this happens all the time. I mean, you cite all the Arsenal players that had their careers pretty much ruined by the horror cha- horror challenges. Well, and it was kind of just brushed under the carpet, whereas I know Virgil van Dijk... Sure that's true, is it? But, okay. Well, in fairness, it wasn't brushed under the carpet. I did watch the match of the day footage and admittedly a lot of time has passed. That was what, 08? So mm. Alan Hansen does say that Eduardo needed to toughen up a bit after his <laughs> leg because he said Martin Taylor's gone in with a standing foot there. He's not lunged. So he said, and then the Ramsey one, <laughs> Alan Hansen again says, 
look, I appreciate what's happened there is bad. I'm not sure he needs to roll around four times before the before the physio comes on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Does he roll around four times? I mean, that's, that's some going there with a broken leg. It's, time, it's, time has passed. I will concede that. The Liverpool one, if it happens to someone else, it's probably not as big of a story. But as so it's Van Dijk, it's going to be a I huge story. It. How I see it is like uh, Chelsea. I think it was like 2006-2007. I know that was a long time ago. Where Noel Hunt's knee check in the face as Czechs claim the ball. Czech severe, like he was out for a long time. Had to wear a, a skull cap for the rest of his career. I, I got up to watch that specifically I, on that I, day. I, I will so, argue that that it's no nearly killed him. It's no different. It's to no different. Pitford, to the sense Look. Pitford potentially, what you can say about it is the only thing I can defend him on is that as a keeper, you've got to make yourself big. And you've got to try anything to keep the ball out. Not absolutely snap him in half, obviously. Say this to Jack. I, so, uh, he says you can't uh, touch uh, a keeper. I, I mean, I mean like if, you're comparing someone having their head caved in to someone with a bad tackle. I mean, yeah, but look at the If Van Dyke doesn't get the pressure off that leg, if he doesn't take the full weight off it and let it to go, that leg, that that's horrendous. Yeah, you that, see leg breaks. That's, that, that's, I mean, that's what probably one of the, No, but it's how high up it is. Normally no, you see that a bit lower. I agree. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. If I this agree, happened a to a challenge. Chelsea player, the reaction would be a lot different. Yeah. I've made, <laughs> I, I was playing the violin for the whole of last season, so I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I, I agree it's a bad challenge. I don't agree it's in the same league with someone nearly dying from a cracked skull. Nearly no, dying. Only, no, no, no. I'm just saying like, <laughs> If only you had Jody Morris, ATK, you'd be set. I'm, I'm saying it because uh, obviously a load of people are saying that however long that player's out for, the person that did that injury should be out at the same time. Um, so it's like the uproar from this compared to what Czech went through back then is very like, Czech nearly died, Van Dyke's out for eight, nine months, that's it, and he'll be back. Yeah. Um, so comparing the two, I'm just saying that why is there an uproar when Liverpool player gets injured like this? But okay, when, well, I definitely agree an, an, another player. <laughs> That's what sports I was trying media to say. Is, is a bigger thing now. Sports media is is a bigger thing. We have about ten thousand talk shows a day, which is why you're Hunt, seeing more of it now. Hunt was university hated as well, for what it's worth. I know it doesn't suit you. It, it did nearly kill it. Also, it's, can it's I, not. Can I just it's mention murder? There's actually Liverpool fans who started a petition to go to Parliament about getting Jordan Pitford arrested for GBA. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, their fans don't help themselves in any situation, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's like, the, for example, the Twitter account that tweeted out the photo of Dirk Kite, Dirk Kite, whatever, how you say it. <laughs> when he but tried to put it. Yeah, really like, literally takes like a flying like air kick. <laughs> Like slide tackle, and then he tweets like, "Let's get into them, boys." You can't not like Dirk Kout for this, and then tweeted out the same day saying, "Absolutely disgraceful from Pickford, you should never play again." <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was like... going to ask this. People say you shouldn't celebrate an injury. I'll, I'll be honest with you now. If, if we have a North London derby and Leno does decane, what? Pickford did to Van Dyke. I'm <laughs> celebrating that like a goal. Bloody hell! <laughs> that you're an, you're a, you're a disgrace. That's dark. You're well, a disgrace. You want the other team to be You are a disgrace. No, no, Luke. You don't. Not like that. That's that's, that's horrendous. <laughs> 
it, it is. That is, that is in the moment, you don't like, see it like oh. that. In the moment, you don't look at Van Dijk and say he's done his ACL. If that I happened did. to, but if I that, celebrated if, Pulisic going off in the FA Cup final because it helped that, Arsenal's case. It, I, to that, be fair, it's like um, when West Ham played Tottenham last year. Uh, it was at London Stadium, and it was like the twentieth minute. Uh, Yarmolenko was about to shoot, and he ruptured his Achilles. So he's gone off. The little golf buggies come on to take him off, <laughs> and all all the Tottenham fans were cheering like they just scored. So I, I can see celebrated I can see what he like means. a goal might be yeah. too much. Celebrated like. Spurs had a goal ruled out for VAR. <laughs> Maybe a bit closer. No, I'm sorry if that happens to Ambamiang in the in the North London derby. I do You'd not celebrate it. that in this. No, I would not in the slightest. Maybe. I think. Yeah, that's just. I think you can be happy someone going off in a game, but then not necessarily wanting them to be out for the season. I think there, there probably is a balance you can. Try. No, just I want him off injured, and look, if I want him out for the season, I don't want any. Ill will to him, other than I don't want him doing well for Spurs. Yeah, no. I celebrated De Bruyne's injury, and I think any Liverpool fan, if you asked him last season, would they rather De Bruyne came back sooner, or would he, would they rather he'd been out longer? It was also yeah, I, pretty simple. No, I, but the thing is, I like watching De Bruyne, so I want him to play. The Liverpool Echo put a story out saying, <laughs> "Great news as City's main player is." out for an extended period. It's it's not an uncommon thing, just people don't like saying that yeah, they either see the opposition's more, more players are, be out. More people are saying what you're saying, though. More people are trying to be sort of like... Uh, Controversial. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll say it as it is. I'm happy he's out injured or whatever. Which, if okay. it wasn't a Liverpool player, it probably would be different, but... Yeah. And as Steve's alluded to, some of the fans have kind of only sort of exacerbated that, so I, I do get it. But I, I'm just saying from my point of view, I, I want to see people like De Bruyne playing. It's the same thing with obviously with Van Dijk, but it is my. Uh, the, the I don't is, want to uh, see Kane playing. Is Kane isn't like De Bruyne to we, watch? To be fair, we do have the Premier League's best league in the world. Supposedly, it's the richest league in the world. So you obviously want the best players to play all the time. It is unfortunate what has happened, and that potentially probably is the best centre back in the Premier League is out for the season. Um, it, who, who's first? First. Uh, Gabriel Magalhaes oh, match. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. It's, it's out. We're only a few minutes in now. I'm sick of you already. Jesus. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't... Sick of you. Oh. Have you watched Arsenal this season? Oh, my words. Jesus. Just just, just yeah, move. Just keep going. Just keep going. Let's get this over <laughs> and done with. Let's get it over and done with. Uh, yeah, you, you, you do you generally you want, want, the, <laughs> want the best players to play at all times. Um, so it is a shame. Uh, if Aubameyang was out for the season, you'd be livid. If, for example, Harry Kane was out injured, you'd be livid. Antonio, me? for me, I'd be livid. Antonio. stuck into Declan that bracket? Rice, right, Declan Rice would be injured, would be fucked. It's, it's, it's not that. It's... Antonio. <laughs> He's our Antonio what a claim. 15 goals and 16 Premier League games. When, when we play against Antonio... I'm fearful every time he's on the ball, but also, if I had to play against him in a one-on-one game, I would bat myself. <laughs> I've said this on here. Look, if we can have some kind of rule that he can't just knock he it past me, back. like he has to beat me with skill. Like, say he makes me sound, but he can't just knock it around me. Because... <laughs> make, it, make it stop. Make it <laughs> stop, please. <laughs> 
Oh, he he's one of them. He's one of them players that I fought it with. But I also acknowledge that he is one of the players that you would hate to be playing against most weeks in the seed just because he he's is a just terrorist. absolute. He's effectively <laughs> what he does, isn't he? There's a um. I don't know if you've seen on Twitter. There's like um, West Ham clips. They do like alternative commentary where it's like yeah. Google, and uh, every time he gets on the ball, the person uh, says he's uh, Mark Henry. <laughs> so it's like Mark Henry's on the ball. It's like Jesus Christ, Jack. I think if I can ask you this, if you were play, who do you consider Chelsea's biggest rival? I know that you try of it with every team in London, but I don't know who you feel Chelsea's biggest. Well, we'll keep you out. Which one? Um. Well, who do you hate? Which team do you hate the most? I'm probably gonna have to say Arsenal. So. <laughs> Kepa goes. Kepa goes in on a Bamiyang. You're telling me you're not celebrating? I'd, I'd never even claimed. I'm well happy he's out. All like, right. <laughs> I just. Like, I, I wanted to hear you say it. No, no, no. Don't worry. I'm fully. I want them injured, cropped, never playing again. <laughs> what? Never playing <laughs> again. Steve mentioned Petr Cech, and it's just brought some out of Jackie. <laughs> if you're gonna be a, if you're gonna be a bear, you're gonna be you have to be a grizzly. I mean, you got to go the whole hog. If you want him, well, in, do you want him? You want to, if if you ask me, would you want Van Dyke sold to another team and he doesn't play for Liverpool anymore? I'd say yes. Yeah. So what's the right. difference with him being injured? <laughs> I, I think it's somewhat different. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I, 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 mean, I can see I mean, where you're honest, coming Jack, from. If but he gets yeah. hit by a car tomorrow and dies, it's the same thing. <laughs> I mean. I'd salute that he was a great centre back, but I would also be happy that we don't have to play against him. You wouldn't like him because all the uh, all the post mortems and stuff on Twitter, he'd be anointed. It's like the best ever. <laughs> yeah, I'd be hating it. Giving him like some sort of accolades. I mean, they're trying to do it now. They're trying like I I, I, I will say I, I understand your uh, your frustration with it, but we are also two days removed. From like if they're still talking about this like next month, like <laughs> why the hell are they still talking? I about know it? why they're saying about it. One of the things then, this has brought to the forefront this, the same kind of players that get brought up when it comes to, I mean, Van Dyke's career has been written off in the last two days, by the way, because it's been put in with the career-ending challenge group. So yeah. the players' names they get brought up, Ryan Shawcross, Dan Smith, Paddy McNair, Martin Taylor, all all these kinds. And they, they're said to be the players that have changed the players' career for good. And some are saying there needs to be a rule change where it's harsher than a red card, it's harsher than a three-game ban, it should either be they're out for the same length of time, it should be just a higher level of punishment. And I don't know what everyone's thoughts on I this is. I've loved if, Wilshire at Arsenal. We could be wiping out other teams for good if that was the case sometimes. I want to get in quick here because Wayne Bridge ended Dean Ashton's career. And oh, Dean don't, Ashton actually don't. sued Chelsea because of it. <laughs> Dean um, Ashton was phenomenal. Man. He was. He's brilliant. I always and, think of that same scissor kick goal with him. Oh, he scored a bicycle kick at City away. Oh, or was it United away? United away. And then Count Cole scored a bicycle kick against City, I remember. But yeah, but yeah he's like, quality. You do want the like other team punished more. I, I, I get it. And... If that was like the same challenge going on the Chelsea, I'd probably be baying for blood also. Um, 
but at the same time it is just a bad challenge like they have I mean, it's like in that that challenge as well it's not even like it was malice it was just poor timing and like dangerous timing and the way that van dyke obviously jumped come down planted his foot and pickford's made himself big it's, it's not like a, he's gone, it, gone I don't anticipated that's the ball. not making yourself big because he's to nowhere me, near the ball to me he's ante- anticipated the ball being kicked 100 percent. you're right in, in my opinion as a keeper, that's what you do. That's what you do as a keeper. You make yourself big and you anticipate the yeah. shot coming towards you. Unfortunately, these things happen in football. He hasn't no. got it on when he woke up that morning. He hasn't. <laughs> he hasn't woke up and thought, right, I'm going to ruin someone's career here. Richardson hasn't done the same. This leeway, either. though, like they are in control of their bodies when they yeah, use that's... their bodies more than everyone else. So they, if, if that's in the middle of the pitch, you'd all be going, "It's fucking mental." I, I feel that. Richardson's tackle is probably worse than Pickford's. It's just there's more malicious, it, I think. Just yeah, yeah. Exactly. Union's out here. There's more intent. But I just don't think he's think, he's woke up and he's going to say I'm going to ruin his. No one. I don't here. think anyone's saying that though. No, that's it, isn't it? I think that's a separate discussion in a way. I think it's, you can have it's a terrible a, tackle but without him thinking right. I'm going to go out and kill someone today. The problem <laughs> is with keepers as well is you can't have it both ways. Where if Pickford doesn't go for something like that and it goes in, you blame him for not being brave enough. Do you know what I mean? Um, but it is a bad tackle, and it was. But the way that the balls come over his head, Van Dyke's jumped. He's not he, like um, Steve said. He's completely anticipated where the ball's going to be and got it majorly wrong. Whereas Richardson has like flown in studs up on Thiago and could have broken his leg. Right. He did but attempt one just. Can I, can I just well, say? So <laughs> Has anyone seen Joel Matip's reaction to the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. to the war, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Any of those it's like it. a 1920s slapstick film. He's just like walking like <laughs> polio, so he's got like, like his some legs free there. frame on each one as well. <laughs> I was, I was going to ask you, Steve, how you felt about uh, the player that broke your leg playing football, but did you not do it while there was no player around? Wait, what? I, I've never broke my leg. You did something to your leg because you were on crutches for God knows how long. Yeah, I dislocated I saw a my knee. You on the floor, and that was yeah, with d- no one around, wasn't it? <laughs> well, no, there was someone around. Obviously, I dislocated my knee. Yeah, it wasn't a player that did it, was it? Well, I no. told you step funny on the floor. No, what's happened is I've tried turning. My studs have got stuck in the ground, and my leg, as I've turned, has gone into the defender, and I've pushed my way past um, but my foot stayed planted so my knees just popped Ugh. it's actually if you type in at doughty sports and social club and no, click on their you. reviews there's actually a picture of my knee on there dislocated no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. And, uh, if you ever want to have a look at it feel free i was just i, I originally was going to ask how you felt about the person who broke your leg and then i remembered that whoever did your leg in was you essentially was what I was getting at. Yeah, but they didn't mean to. Like he, the guy who was involved with it, was screaming from shock of seeing my knee. So he obviously felt bad. So he's never meant to get tangled up. Or it's just That's one of the. It's, it's, it's just one I of think... those things that is. It's an accident. These things happen in football. It's a contact sport. It's. It is part and parcel of, of the The thing sport. I like about Steve and Jack's analysis of this is how objective they are. Because I know <laughs> both of them are uh, dead key on Liverpool. So if this is their own <laughs> crap, they'd be absolutely 
towing this line. It's it's just football, lads. It's just football. That's all it is. I think, <laughs> I'm sure I think I've said on here before when when we played Sunday League and I had this kid where his manager was essentially telling him to push me about. And but he didn't move, did you? I, 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 I barged him and he went down and I was feeling quite big about myself as I, as I'm stood over him telling him to get up or whatever. And then some bloke came over and said, Oh, it's popped out again. And his oh. knee must just it pops out all the time. But I did feel like quite a big man after. <laughs> so I don't know if Pickford's feeling the same. <laughs> Jesus. Probably didn't have anything really to do with me. He just fell down funny, but his manager thought he could push me about just as a weedy little thing back then. Not so much anymore. <laughs> I have to say, though, Van Dyke's reaction, like the fact is, that is, he's he, done he well. just sat there, but he was made of granite, what? and I saw... then he just walked I... off. And I'm like, hang on a minute, why is he going off? He's walking. <laughs> he's like, I just saw a lot of his nails. complaints um, about saying Van Dyke should really have left a little message at the end of his statement for Pickford to kind of absolve him of any blame. We don't know if Pickford said anything to Van Dyke there, so I don't think that he should automatically forgive him after he has just taken away his season. No, I don't I don't believe in that either. It's like, you've got to live with that guilt. Like, it, it, like we said, these things happen in football, but that is your burden to bear now, I believe. Like, it's, yeah, like, it's like similar ones when you like happened at school or... We're playing for in a game for a big grudge match, Forest Green versus Siren Sister Town, I think it was. The big and one. It, Forest yeah, Green it, seems to have a lot of grudge matches. Well, I guess Siren Sister's a big <laughs> like one. Like Chelsea, didn't they? And um <laughs> looking for rivals it, to scrap. It was like one of those tackles where the game stops, there's like coats being drawn over the injured player that's in the middle of the park. Ambulance. Your PTSD, yeah, after yeah, after <laughs> wait like forty five minutes for the ambulance to turn up. And, um, yeah, it's like, you, you have to live with the guilt of doing that to someone. It is what it is. Um, do you do your knee in in a game or am I dreaming that? Me? Yeah. Oh, man, I've, I made a glass. I've, I remember <laughs> when, what haven't I done? When we had Sean dying on the pitch, the kid felt bad. He, he looked like he, he didn't know where to look because yeah. <laughs> briefly he did think he had killed Sean. <laughs> I, I still get like, Vietnam style PTSD flashbacks to that. Kind of, you weren't there, man. You really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It brought it back when I watched Sean O'Dead when they see the zombie for the first time Shaun sitting O'Dead. up. I thought, oh, this is bringing it back in the year. That kid should have had a retrospective ban. <laughs> yeah, it, it was the fact that he didn't know where he was afterwards. That's what made it even crazier. Like, we had to try and keep him on the pitch. He wanted to walk off into the wilderness. <laughs> do you think for something like this should so if we say Pickford is sent off because we're going to get into the VAR side of things later as mental as that is but say we have this kind of tackle where it's pretty apparent that someone has had some serious harm done to them should there be a, a bigger level of punishment or is it just football as you've said see at the no. same time by this token that Van Dyke's reaction no one assumed it was an ACL injury no, because, after the fact, I'm saying. Oh, I see what you mean. So not like during the game. No. Like, right, so I see what now what? when they look and they say, well, Pickford's obviously done this damage. He's out for the rest of the season. A two-game ban isn't enough for this. We should be doing more. Or Again, is if, it just... If it was malicious, then yeah, I would probably agree. I think if it wasn't just a 
what do we determine as malicious though? Yeah, yeah him screwing his face up as he does it. Yeah, yeah. No, as in like <laughs> like Richardson, for example, where he just goes steaming in, studs up. That's completely different to Pickford doing what a keeper does, which is make yourself big, and he's just come into contact with his standing leg. Like but at the same you... time, like you, you look back, uh, Aubameyang's red card against Palace last year is arguably less than what Pickford did and got sent it, off for it. it. We'll get into VAR because it, the, it uh, makes no sense at all. But... The, the thing with it is, is I, I think we're probably, I, I'm saying this cautiously, I think we're probably all in agreement Pickford should have been sent off. So in which I'm case, back, in agreement, Jack yeah, Keeper's yeah, union. No, I, no, I agree, he should have been sent off. Yeah, you definitely. could probably say, in which case, they should probably do a retrospective ban where you say, well, you should have had a red card, it's a free game ban, and that's it. You can't do it on length of injury, because that's obviously ridiculous, whatever. And you can't really go back and just find, uh, like ban someone because they did a tackle where someone got injured, because so often, a fair challenge, or even just like an innocuous challenge, can produce an injury. So, what, what are we then going to be banning people for that? You can't really... Yeah. What, what if we give Pickford the choice of a 10-game ban or Van Dyke gets a run straight at him? And, <laughs> I thought like, you were going to say 10-game ban or 100 hours of community service. <laughs> no, just a, or like a player of your choosing, but I would probably choose a fully fit Van Dyke to run at Jordan Pickford. I think Alex, he gets nominated you reckon... for your team. If um, Pickford just lifts his shirt maybe next game and has his name on the shirt, then that should settle it, shouldn't it? If he just has a couple of sob story interviews like Sun did with Andre Gomez, <laughs> who Andre Gomez himself said he was sick to death as Sun. Sun made himself more of a victim than Andre Gomez did. So maybe Pickford needs to take this way around it. Or go the Harry Maguire way. Say you've had a tough time at the moment. <laughs> These things happen. <laughs> Thoughts, Alex? I just, I just not even rising to. <laughs> well, I mean, son, that's what happens, and we determined he's not malicious because he smiles a lot. He's not that type of player. Apparently, he's not. How do we know he's that type of player? Each time he's done this type of thing, he's just not he's been that type of player, right? Richarlison's tried using that. I'm not that kind of player, which I think most people have. <laughs> Quite I swear he's been sent off a few said, times. He's been sent off three times in his first straight red offences and he's 23. So when it does come to that type of player... but you just got to take one look at his face. He looks permanently furious. But Son's disciplinary record is the same as Richarlison's. Yeah, he's a bit friendly, doesn't he? Essentially, Pickford should have done the stay down after as well. You've got to stay down longer than Van Dyke does. <laughs> like Ryan Taylor when he handballed yeah off but he didn't line. get sent off did he so he's actually been alright he's yeah. just fine yeah. I don't agree with the it's it's more of a meal being made of it because it's Liverpool because I'm I'm telling you now if this happened to a United player we wouldn't be we'd be hearing more about it in the media and if it was a Chelsea player Jack would have been sending the death threats. <laughs> he has got form. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just borrow some of the bullets I bought for uh, Oriovo, whatever his name is. <laughs> so we're essentially saying, look, there's no real thing that we can put in place saying, like, look, you break someone's leg, you get an eight-game ban, you break someone's leg, 
this happens, you're out till they come back. There's nothing that we can do to prevent this kind of thing. Yeah, unless it's like because a, the, a Roy Keane on Haaland, then yeah, because you can. Pickford's tackle <laughs> doesn't look that a place next to Dan Smith's on Diaby, Shawcross on Ramsey, McNair on Wilshire, Martin Taylor on Eduardo kind of thing. If you put it next to them, it's probably top one or two worst to look at. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Yeah, so I don't think there's anything wrong if you give him the ban he would have had if he got sent off in that game, which he should have. I don't think people would have argued first. it, if I'm honest. Wenger said Martin Taylor should never play football again after the Eduardo one. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. I swear he went to hospital to visit him after the game. And Ramsey sent him away. But imagine if Pitford did that to Van Dyke, went to the hospital or whatever. If you break my leg, the last person I want to see in hospital is you. So I'm fully with these players that do react like that. I remember The Athletic did a piece on um, how to react after that. And they had, I can't think of the guy's name. There was a Liverpool player, essentially, whose career was ended by one tackle. And he said the guy came to visit him in hospital and he got sent away. And they, they had the other side of a player that's broken someone's leg and trying to deal with it after that and whether you can still go into tackles the same and that kind of thing. So yeah, I, I, don't acknowledge, I don't think Pickford's feeling too happy with himself, but at the yeah. same time, I'm sure uh, Pickford would rather be in his own shoes than Van Dyke's right now. Mm. So oh, massively. There we go. If we move on then, because uh, we'll come back to this, I'm sure, with when we get into VAR, and if we go on to Iron Stanbull, West Ham's <laughs> comeback oh, against Tottenham. Yes. <laughs> 3-0 up within 16 minutes. Alex is chuckling away in our group chat. If you could have seen it, Steve, he's saying, we've still got Bale to come on here. <laughs> and he's laughing. <laughs> he's talking about winning the league. Best strike force fire in the world. in there as well. He said Messi wouldn't make it into that front line. He was saying all sorts. If you're just going to chat shit all the way through, I'm going to thought. I'm going to ask questions. Tone that down. Tone that, to, tone that down by about a quarter to a quarter of what they just said, and then you'd be inaccurate. <laughs> you were getting a bit carried away. Would you acknowledge that much? I was enjoying the excitement of seeing one of my favourite players return to the team, and I was enjoying what was putting three goals away past West Ham in, in the first few minutes. minutes. In sixteen sure. minutes, what's what's wrong with that? Nothing. No, I'm just saying. So I've you, got you, you, you can't. You, you shouldn't speak. You shouldn't speak until the game's over. Is essentially because you put too many jinxes in place. I I didn't I didn't I didn't uh, I, I didn't say that at no point did I say the game was done. I just said we were on fire. I said Rulagon was a like absolute baller. Fuck's <laughs> sake, <laughs> Regulon, 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 <laughs> when we were doing the, uh, his English and Trizard yesterday, I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, and then, of course, you got the excitement and of the return of Bale, which was going to make an appearance. That, that's pretty much all I said. The best meme of the I, weekend we... was DiCaprio in the VAR studio doing his face in Django. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> to, to quote AJ yesterday, Alb does not track back like that. Kane is better than Obama Young. Kane, they're talk, they're looking at retrospective action for Kane for his challenge yesterday that he did right Creswell. before half time, where he, wanna... he sees Cress someone go in the air and he backs yeah, into their Creswell. legs. Yeah, 
and he started holding his ribs like he got hurt. Yeah, you're telling me he's not that type of player. He's one of the worst in the league. <laughs> Vardy up there as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, they take retrospective action for that, though. They could be doing a lot of retrospective action. Pretty much every they didn't do retrospective action when Vardy left his stud in Mustafi's head. <laughs> and he actually played better afterwards. He turned into <laughs> prime Cannavaro briefly until he wore off. So, so I, I got a question for you boys, by the way, about the West Ham Tottenham game. In Premier League, we comeback... give it the big build up first. So, Alex, yeah, one, on. one nil. You, you must be feeling Kane's the best playmaker in the world. What a beauty he is. It Two nil. At what point did you think the game was done, Alex? Because I don't think there's anyone in the world, West Ham fan or Spurs fan, that after 80 minutes wasn't convinced the game was done. But at 3-0, even with Spurs' defence, you must be thinking, dead and buried. I thought it was done at around about pretty much when Bale came on. I thought I thought it was, I thought it was done. Like, <laughs> even you've got to remember... You remember, like you got teething issues, like sorry, not teething issues. Like you got, like I've got issues with, uh, like games have gone past, and I thought, you know, okay, we're three goals up, but we can, you know, I got to half time and I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go to, like I'm not gonna concede it. And then Bale comes on, and you see obviously the excitement around it. Um, and I must admit, I had two occasions where I thought the game was done because even after they got put two back, and it was three two. I thought the game was done when Bell let fly, and then it hit, and then it missed. So I thought the game was done there, but it's it's one of those things. I I think, in a way, I think the the rest of the team on the pitch thought the game was done when Bale came on. With what well, happened after that, they just sort of seemed to relax. Jose told Sky afterwards. He said, "My guys were not strong enough to cope with it psychologically." He said, "The last seconds, we lost two points." We had son crying in the interview, which was beautiful to see. Yes, he's someone needs to get older. He wasn't crying. He's done military service. He wasn't crying. He's crying in post-match interview. It's Alex, there were tears on, in his eyes. It's on, it's on my Twitter. He was I'll not crying. It. He I'll wasn't crying. Edit Steve, that was he not crying? He had tears. He had to wipe he with the tears. Crying. He was Come not on. crying at all. Sounds like you're going to cry in a minute. I, I feel like you're going. I feel like I feel like you, you two need to stop. You, you two are going down a very dangerous track here. We don't want to get the pod, we don't want to get the podcast off air. You need to watch that interview back and try and watch it with like a, a non uh, non. Uh, I've it four times. They've just established that Buzz and Van Dyke's career is over. Don't worry it's about it. It's not me. They're not going to get worse than that. Not me, because we need we need Liverpool to be playing well to stop Spurs winning the league with the money they've spent. It's what do you mean? If they don't win it, really. Well, what do you mean the money we spent? We haven't spent anywhere near as much as other teams. Alex, we're counting that. We're counting that loan signing with a forty-five million option of money spent. No, no, because we yes, haven't spent have we? No, 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 no. That's not the way it works. <laughs> anyway, so, Steve, we've had Alex's rendition of the game. Yeah. If you could give us yours. Uh, so. Obviously, we had the chance straight away from kickoff, and Suchek's absolutely fluffed it. I thought, yeah, we started well here. I know it's like first attack, but you know when you see something, you think, oh, it's quite positive. <laughs> Kane just kept dropping into the gap between the midfield and the defence, and he turned into like prime Rooney. He was, he was a joke. <laughs> and that ball to Sun, 
was phenomenal. I can't argue that. But what I, I can't that was Balbuena, for some reason, has shown uh, Sun onto his right foot instead of his left it on the was, outside. It was hitting hope that assist. <laughs> so I was a bit, I was a bit annoyed at the, the defending. The second one, Rice is Rice has been done. He's been megged. Good shot. Keeper can't do much about it. Then went three 0 I thought that's it. I was depressed. I, I I was personally nearly in tears. I had my hands hand head of my hands. Didn't know what to do. I thought, oh, we fucked it. We fucked it. Uh, got to about six fifth minute. I thought, said to the missus, no chance. This is happening. No chance. And then, like last bit was a blur. <laughs> For honest with you. Um, Try, try to remember the first goal. I see. It's that much of a blur. The first, uh, the first goal, goal was uh, Balbuena's header, which I actually thought went wide because no one reacted. So, well, so I thought. So the ball's come in. He's headed it. I thought it's gone wide because the, the net didn't ripple or anything, and everyone just stood still, like it's gone out for a goal kick. So I was like, uh, "What? I don't know what to celebrate or just be annoyed." So, um, Yarmolenko's pass to Gafal was decent. <clears throat> Inside cut. Uh, I don't know what Sanchez was doing. I don't know why he's headed it the way he has. I think that's. I think Larice would have had it if he left it personally. And then Lanzini. Oh, I mean, unreal strike. He had what? Apparently the stats were it was one in one hundred chance of that going in. The way he hit it. He's calculated that. You've tweeted during the game, this is ridiculous. Every time they go forward, they'll score. They did. You can't argue that. Every You've time they went forward. You've out. Which I still am. Doesn't matter how well we low, do. But holy fuck, you shared. Uh, Can I just say, this is all is in the first get half. Get in there. <laughs> that was all in the first half. It's still uh, goal go Sullivan Brady out. Doesn't matter if we win the league. They're still out, in my opinion. I think a lot of West Ham fans would agree. Um, so it doesn't, it doesn't matter how well we do in the league or in the cups they're still parasites in our club and you Simple shared a picture of 11 bottles saying Tottenham squad which is very true <laughs> tell me that's not true the history um, of the Tottenham the no. manager said it yeah, he said they all. weren't psychologically I, yeah. able to 3-0 I, um, I, uh, I, fully, I fully expected us at 3-0 I fully expected us to still concede a goal at least at some point during the game like obviously not it wasn't expecting us to completely capitulate down to the whole three but um i think like watching the game back just a quick quick comment on kane as like i mean i don't know if it's just me because i'm a tottenham fan but obviously I, i find watching kane at the moment a very stressful experience because he does throw himself around a lot in terms of when he's like grappling with two players and he throws his legs everywhere, I just like all it takes is like for the weight to fall on it badly. There was a couple of occasions where he got tangled in the middle of the pitch, and you're just thinking all it takes is one bag fall on that and he's injured again. So it's a stressful experience watching him. Amazing to see him tracking back like he did, um, but I still I'm not sure I necessarily agree with it in terms of I don't think he should be having to work. I'd rather have his work rate at the end, other end of the pitch and let the faster boys deal with getting back like that. Uh, on a, on a scale we, of one to Giroud, how good is his playmaking at the moment? 
that's a bit of an insult. <laughs> that's a bit of an insult. What what's what if we put in Giroud at about if we're on the scale on the, I'll tell you what, if we're using the sort of that sort of size of player and that sort of position on a scale of Andy Carroll, Giroud and then Kane, that's the scale. Can I I'll have Giroud, you know that Giroud being put in to win a World Cup. Carroll scored a hat trick against Arsenal. Didn't he did. so the the crumble that happened with Spurs against West Ham here. From memory, Jose's first game was for Spurs against West Ham, and weren't they three 0 up and conceded two late on there? But yeah, West they Ham did. Didn't but we had the job. We had Roberto in goal. Yeah, so so bad. He was he was awful. I'm pretty sure <laughs> me and TK may have been on the way to Groves Eubank there. From memory, was it that long ago? Yeah, pretty sure. It was last year, uh, last November time, I think. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, no, I, I it would have ask... been Lomachenko, Luke Campbell. There we go. That makes more sense. There you go. So I want to ask the question to you guys: Premier League comebacks. <laughs> where does that rank? <laughs> because right, let me say, eighty-second minute, it was still three 0 Yeah, that is mad. It's probably behind Newcastle coming back against Arsenal, as depressing as that is. Do you think? Well, it's four goals compared to three. Yeah, I know, but 3-0 down after 82 minutes. A team hey, look, that just we, absolutely slapped it. We can, we can give it the crown. I'm fully on board for it, but <laughs> I think if uh, the magazines and things do a write-up to today or tomorrow of the best comebacks, I would imagine that's still taking the crown. Oh, it'd be tough. It'd be a close one. I think, I think the Sanchez own goal... Doesn't it's like not as good just because there's an own goal in there? Nah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not buying that. I think but, but, but you say that, but Lanzini's goal overrules that overall. Yeah, it's like if goals were worth two, that's one of them. Oh, yeah, that's the OT one wasn't bad in the Arsenal. Wasn't I've watched that about a hundred times. I think we all have. <laughs> he loves scoring against Tottenham. He uh, loves it. Peter Jury commentary. Poetry did you emotion. see? Did you did you see? Did you see the Declan, De- Declan Rice tweet? Uh, is that the one who said this aged well? Yeah, yeah, I did fight. I did. <laughs> and then Moisey running on the pitch. Ah, oh, so good, so good. Moisey is starting to change my mind about. It. Like at first, I wasn't too keen on him. You love to hear that. What do you mean actually, at first? Well, at first, it's like we want to aim at next level. At exception. first, are we saying? <laughs> At three 0 down still. <laughs> no, I, no. When he was appointed at first, when he was appointed, I was against it. But as we're going on, we've had probably the toughest start to a Premier League season out of all the teams. We had Newcastle, we should have done better. Uh, we had Arsenal, which really we could have won or get a draw. If I'm domination. honest, it wasn't domination, was it? Um, and then we had Wolves and Leicester beat them 4-0, 3-0 and then just drew against Tottenham. I think he's Can done Can we well. go back though? Because you've just said that's the hardest start to a Premier League season ever. But, and then we next we got City and then we got Liverpool. You haven't played Liverpool or City yet. Yeah, we've got City next week, this week coming and then we've got Liverpool we've the week after. Both. We're not calling that the hardest ever start. Please. Do you not remember Moisey's start at United? But they claim they'd fix the fixtures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Swansea first game. <laughs> Is that the one where they had like 80 crosses that none of them connected? I'm pretty sure Van Persie scored a hat-trick that game. Oh, Welbeck scored two and Van Persie scored two. 
Great to see Welle back in the Prem, isn't it? Brighton, he's signed for. They signed him and Lalana. Jesus, their physio is going to be busy this season. No, no medicals required at Brighton, apparently. <laughs> and Ben Rama failed his. Yeah, that was that was mental. That was like a soap opera in itself. That. Oh mate, I was so stressed that today. Days following that. How do you fail a West Ham medical? I mean, Jesus. So what's happened is that. We went into it. Um, they agreed 25 million with Brent. There's a heart attack there and then. I don't see that you can fail the medical. So they bid 25 million, got accepted, five year contract, wages, everything sorted. They even did an announcement video already that they were going to post at half past one the net on the Friday. 12 o'clock comes, failed medical. Apparently there was something wrong with his blood. But what actually happened. <laughs> Is that Sullivan's pulled the deal and said, actually, we want him on loan. So it's a because Fekir did one at um, Liverpool. Denver Bar did one at Arsenal, and then Jose pulled the plug last minute. That had Arsenal signed all over that one. <laughs> he was worried he strengthened us too much after he signed it. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the drama about it, and then it was like. We want uh, a loan and then X amount at the end of the season to buy, buy him permanently. Then it was just like four o'clock. It was just a loan. We were like, it's getting worse and worse. Jeez, it, Sporting West Ham's not good for the blood pressure. I'm just saying. The next um, season of The Apprentice should pick the West Ham board. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be unreal. That would be the same kind of pitches. Say like, whoever can sign the best player for the club. It's going to be one of your tasks one week. Well, there was rumours that when we signed Kufal, it was five million. Um, he looks a good For some reason, we're doing it installments for five million. Sullivan can't pay it. So apparently, what's happened? That's like that every club, though. Leicester but, paid the three point five million for Johnny Evans in installments. But then David Cold, he sold his original the original FA Cup, and apparently he's used that money to sign pay for the first instalment of Kufal. And he didn't even know who he was, apparently. Did, did you take that as a jibe from Jose at the end when he said Moises found his Fellaini a compliment? He's got some nerve. No, it, it's, he's got it's, some front. <laughs> it, I've actually seen Suchek as a Fellaini, prime Fellaini. He is he, West Ham, doesn't he, Jose? He, remember, he said it was um, 19th what do you call football. it, medieval football or something. Yeah, that, but that was when Sam Allardyce was in yeah, charge. Yeah. We had one shot that game. <laughs> and they had like I'm saying he's got some nerve to be saying that himself, hasn't he? <laughs> now he has, yeah. Especially the, the Fellaini thing is kind of like he's having a dig at Moyes when he was more yeah. than happy to use Fellaini when he got to him. Like, that's that's what I meant because it, it wasn't said like anything he says, he could say it with the nicest intention you're still looking like there's a double meaning to it. But, yeah, him <laughs> yeah. saying that was kind of like oh, he's got his jet, he's got his jet out get our jail free card pumping it in the box kind of thing but but then you look at the, when you watch the game Suchek didn't actually do much we hardly yeah, use Suchek yeah. attacking wise so it's this, it's pointless of him to bring that up the game did essentially show that signing Bale as good of a player as it is is only going so far because it's not stopping the goals at the other end it's no Spurs Jared essentially Bowen need now. to score about three just to ensure they can get a draw to be fair this season West Ham have averaged three goals a game just saying so, How it's that difficult, it's that difficult start, Steve. Hot <laughs> we, we, 
Williams our top chance creator at the moment, and he's created seven chances. Is that it? Yeah. Hey, second best defence in the league. I was going <laughs> to say, Arsenal have become the resolute defensive team in the league. Everyone else has to score. <laughs> Us and Villa, game, we've got Emmy Martinez. Before, before this week, we were second, so obviously I'm guessing we're third now. Yeah, I mean, Spurs need to get it sorted, don't they? I'm not sure Rodon's going to come in. I'm sure the defence up. It's not great yes. that they said they needed Bale to convince the club to sign him. <laughs> Do you remember when he was on loan at Charlton Town? I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was he was quite decent. He's just very injury prone. And Antonio. <laughs> Big man Antonio. Yeah, did did not predict a Premier League player there, Christ. <laughs> Neither did I. He was awful. Before, before he didn't look great now. He didn't look great there. <laughs> he was awful back then. He was quite he, he realised how close I was to that five aside game, one on one. It was literally good. like he wore when he played for Cheltenham, it was like he was wearing a pair of Timberlands. He just <laughs> he was just awful. Nothing will beat that picture of Lukaku wearing Levi jeans and Timberlands <laughs> if, if, we, if we go on from the West Ham game and so the other big talking point of the weekend was uh, Sergio Aguero um, trying to kill Sean Massey during the Arsenal game what, what are everyone's thoughts on this because they're trying to make a story out of nothing in my opinion do you not think because the game should probably be do you not think the result should be null and void? Back? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I've got a, I've got a bad feeling this section of the pod isn't going to be good for our misogyny. No, no. I mean, well, I see two sides of things. I'm seeing women, and it, it, I don't I don't want to speak out of turn here. Very much the the, <laughs> the, the, the pick me type of like I'm one of the lads kind of thing, saying there's nothing wrong with this. He'd be doing this to a male official kind of thing, but or it's a sign of respect that he's shouting in her face and then it's not like he kind of just pats her on the back. He squeezes his hand around her neck as he's, as he's walking squeeze. away. I'm not sure. I mean, I th- he's, I think... he's, he's not endangering her, but it, no. it's very much a don't make the same mistake next time. When I, when I saw it, it made me feel uncomfortable. And I know that... <laughs> it just made it just i just looked at it and i was i was like no there's just something not right about this and i've seen a lot of takes i've seen a lot of takes uh on twitter from feminists within the game that say look we want equality this happens all the time to male officials and they post photos of it happening to male officials i'm like well equality yes definitely 100 percent. but at the same time it's just manners do you know what i mean it's you don't put your hands on a woman. It's just sexism or not. That's just yeah. not the How would you thing. feel if Sergio Aguero grabbed your mum around the neck like that, Alex? Well, exactly. <laughs> I um, no, no. I, I'm with Jack. I'm with Jack. I, I, oh, I was very uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable watching it because I, so I looked really at got, it and so I didn't. We've only got two pigs on this pod then. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I, I thought. I thought it wasn't like a respectful grab. It was kind of uh, respectful grab. <laughs> 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 yeah. That sounds like Byron was trying to. Byron was trying to sell it as he thought she. He was treating her as one of the lads, so he thought he was acceptable. No, not me. I'm saying the opposite. Around. You're saying the opposite. Yeah, I'm saying he did it as a. Don't be making the same mistake next time. 
Yeah, I, I went. Yeah, that that's how I took it as well. I didn't take it as like respectful at all. I I, I took it as aggressive, and in he wouldn't have done that if that was a guy at all. Kind I, of way. I swear he was smiling when he was doing it, though. Yeah, honestly, honestly, what's going on here, Steve? What's wrong with these boys? Uh, is, uh, I feel like they're just trying to be controversial. If I'm perfectly honest, they're not. They're no, trying I, to pick I, us as pigs. In turn, I, they're actually I, being more sexist than we are. No, 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 no. I, I think, like it's I said, it's, it's one of, a week. Maybe I'll have other problems. You look at it and you just think, that's not right. Yeah. It's not. It's not like, oh my god, he should be absolutely vilified. Get your pitchforks and torches out. It's one of those where it's like, just don't do it. I just like it didn't need to happen. It made probably a lot of people feel uncomfortable watching it. Just don't do it. It's simple as that. I. The only thing I thought was that is if the rule is you're not supposed to put hands on an official, then he should have been punished accordingly. I had no problem with this a uh, man or woman or what. I don't. There was I a squeeze care. there. If was he, it just if he a squeezed a bloke on the back of the neck, I wouldn't care, and I don't care if he does it to her either. Well, when like... when is another player done that? When is when is another? Can you? Th- I can't think of a single time where a player's done that to a male line. See, I thought this. McCarthy did it, it happened, for Crystal Palace uh, yesterday. Happens so often that we're desensitised to it because, in fact, yeah, people touch their like, arms and stuff twi- as well. Twitter has there been a, squeeze. a flood of those exact images of people doing it to male officials. So it does happen, but I guess because it is a woman, like you don't put your hands on a woman. I don't Stop care if that's sexist. sexist or not. You keep talking about agenda. Stop talking about agenda. You're being. I, I know, but you just don't do it. It's the way you brought up, surely. He hasn't given her a, a right hook, for God's sake. Yeah, you, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying know, I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone here, other than TK, has seen the Star Wars films. When Darth Vader starts doing that force strangling thing, that's the same <laughs> shape of hand as what Aguero has done there. On the back of the neck. It's Thanks. like a Vulcan death grip. I look, it, what... What, what you boys are saying is he could do it to Luke, but he couldn't do it to Leia. I see. I say equality. He can do it to Leia. He shouldn't be doing it to either. The question no, is, would hey, he have done it? Ideal word, I agree, but he's oh. not doing that to Mike Dean, is he? I wouldn't no, have the same not. problem with it if he was. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think you can look at it. However, she I guess. she it's wasn't. Just... She, you, she pushed his hand off pretty quickly. She doesn't yeah. look too chuffed with, with that mm. happening. She told Richard Keyes it was just banter. She don't care. <laughs> <laughs> She's a lot tougher than you boys. I'm, I'm not sure. If she gets asked, would, would you rather Sergio didn't do that? Then? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And Pep coming out saying, look, he's a lovely bloke. He said the same thing about Bernardo Silva. Yeah, it doesn't look great, does it? culture at Man City perhaps Sooner should have said it was a lasting culture thing see if he could get it in there again <laughs> no I'm I'm not saying that he's done the worst thing in the world but we we probably don't want that to start being a thing because it essentially is trying to exert your power over the official whether it's a man or a woman yeah and they I, do I it don't to think arrest. he should have done it but I do think it's become a bigger debate than maybe it needs to I've just watched it again. When you put your arm around the ref, then you're trying to kind of 
either yeah, manipulate yeah. them into kind of I'm oh, I'm your buddy, don't be doing that to me. I, or... I, I think it's a it's a cultural thing as well when you look at everything that's happening at the moment, how kind of prevalent kind of blokes being weird slimes on girls are at the moment. I think it's just something that we don't need to be seeing that it's, if you're it's, missing it's, in the room, Jack, is that what's going on here? No, it's <laughs> not. It's just, it's just, it's just a consent. Awesome. It's a consent thing, isn't it? It's like so blokes doing it to other blokes. It's kind of like, right, what are you doing? Whereas putting your hands on a woman when it's obviously not wanted in all walks of life is bad. So why is it any different when you're a role model for kids growing up? That's the way I look at it. I saw a clip of Keys and Gray when they were covering a game at Anfield yesterday. Cam sent it to me where. Uh, Richard Key says, oh, it's a lovely day to be at Anfield. And they punt to these birds in the crowd. And Richard Key goes, oh, 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 it certainly is. It's a lovely day to be at Anfield. I'm not doing down there, would we, Andy? <laughs> like, it's probably I would for love... the best that they are covering the game. I, w- I would like to see Richard Keyes and Andy Barr commentate. Um, Andy Gray, sorry, commentate on a game with a free bar. That's <laughs> what I'd want to tune into. I want to see just the carnage unfold. I'll buy the first round myself, get them started. Get them loaded before I'm... <laughs> yeah, she, she doesn't want Sergio Aguero's hands around her. She doesn't want them hairy palms of Richard Keys anywhere close. <laughs> Could be worse. Could be some, out in Brazil. Just as a, as a final thing, in touching the official in general, should they stamp down more on this because we've seen before I think what game it was wasn't there a United player that was sent off for touching the ref again there was and I can't think who it was it was one of the really dislikable United players as well someone like Nani I was about to say Nani I don't know who it was I can't remember I think as a role model sense from it going down to grassroots football I mean there's increased reports of refs being assaulted during Sunday league games. There's a big coverage of it on Talk Sport recently as well, where it's gone to court and he's got off with a caution. He's absolutely knocked out a ref. Like if what can be seen is just a little kind of hand on the shoulder in a game with TV cameras everywhere and in a professional sport. Like I've seen people <laughs> refs been knocked out and it's just ridiculous that Soon there'll be no refs to ref grassroots football because of this. And you've got to have a no kind of tolerance policy from the top down if you're going to kind of salvage that from a grassroots level as well. Otherwise, kids will grow up thinking it's all right to touch refs and then punch refs and get physical refs when there's no assistance, there's no like security, there's literally just 22 men in a park. There was, in, there was actually a, a footballer killed in um, Uganda this weekend because he essentially he, he made an error defending that led to them conceding so his teammates just shooed him in on the pitch I feel like if killed. there's no I feel like if there's no cameras that would have happened to Kepa by now <laughs> yeah literally they uh, they shoot him in and then even after the game uh, someone beat him with a bicycle crikey me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what the hell <laughs> Jesus, that's one of them where you start reading and it gets worse as you go through the article. <laughs> that's what Aguero would have done if the game wasn't on TV. <laughs> yeah, he'd have gone for the bike. 
So we've got some other things to get into. So Chelsea 3, Southampton 3. Kepa gets another chance by being able to start this one. Chelsea go 2-0 up. Werner's scored. Havertz has scored. It's looking like the perfect day for Chelsea. And Frank's going to Frank at the end of the day. If there's a way he can finish second in the game, and I guess from a winning position, a draw technically is the second place result, he's going to do it. Jack, your thoughts? Because it's looking like he could. We've got two months for him to be sacked. <laughs> it's so frustrating because our attacking play is so great to watch sometimes, and we're still trying to get everyone match fit, all the new signings. But individual errors are costing us so badly. And again, you talk about Frank and you talk about his tactics. I'm seeing them come under scrutiny. Yes, there, there could be improvements. I would have brought Kovacic on instead of Ziyech. And he wasn't even on the bench, Kovacic, I don't think. So couldn't even do that. But again, at the same token, you look at it and you think, in the old days, Zuma's booting that. Rosez, reset, go again. And then you expect a keeper to be able to deal with a rolling ball. I'm going to stick up for Kappa here. Oh, God. 100%. So, so this, this has come from Zuma's awful, awful back pass. He's it's an awful hit back it. pass, yeah. So Kappa's come, striker's running down. So as, yeah, he should have potentially cleared it, yeah, but it all stems from Zuma, awful back pass. Obviously, Kepa's missed it, but as Kepa's missed it, Zuma is still standing in the same place with his hand on his head. Don't get me wrong, I'm not happy with Zuma either. So busting his gut. Chelsea spent 225 million this summer, and the only defender they brought in was a pensioner. So <laughs> let me go back to describing what's happened in this goal here. So obviously, Zuma bad back pass, um, not in my good books for it either. Kepa completely misses it, um, <laughs> which is bad, and then he gets another chance as he slides back in and forgets that he can use his hands and then just kicks the ball back into play. Back into He's the seen what could happen when he uses and those hands. I just, like, I, it, it's a confidence issue. I've played in goal when you've had no confidence and even the simplest of things become really difficult. It's almost the stuff, the hard stuff that you relish because you can kind of get your confidence back and you're not expected to save it. And that's where it comes from. It's the small things that you just fuck up on. What I find even more interesting is the fact that he's keeping the hair out of the Spanish national team. And the Spanish national coach has come out and said that he is the you number one. See what happened he, when the hair played the other week. Well, yeah, I know, but you would still, like, if Kepa was making, dropping clangers, um, and he was doing the, the simple stuff right, you kind of get by, but He's not doing any of it. He's doing the simple stuff badly and he's dropping clangers as well. It's <laughs> like the fact that a 40-year-old Willie Caviar... Blackman. Oh, he's on loan. Who's he on loan with? Brotherham. Get Brotherham. Nathan Baxter in there. I mean, I'd have Caballero over, over him at the moment. I think Frank's probably thinking, right, it's been the international break. He's played two games with Spain, kept a clean sheet. Let's get him back in and see what happens and see if he can get his kind of mojo back. But again... No. The problem is with the season as well. So, earlier I worked out, we've conceded seven goals, eight goals, two against Liverpool, one against, yeah, nine goals we've conceded. 
seven of which have been from direct errors. Two Alonso, three Kepa, one Thiago Silva, and one Havertz. It's that it's not the tactics that are causing Frank to kind of lose these games. It's individual <laughs> errors. Like, how do you train a player to not make those mistakes? You would expect him not to make them. Arteta's he, winning cups with Louise and Mustafi. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's. I think the system is a bit flawed in the sense that our defence doesn't push up Hang when on. our midfield You said there was crashed. nothing wrong with the tactics. Again, <laughs> if you look, without those goals conceded from those individual errors, we would be on like... Without those nine goals conceded. <laughs> but I'm just I'm <laughs> saying that <laughs> with the individual errors, the actual goals that we've conceded due to just good play are very minimal, which is frustrating to watch as a Chelsea fan because... It feels like Why every play time tucker when you're shooting, it goes in. I'm just saying that the goals that we're conceding are ones that you wouldn't expect the top team to be conceding because of the individual areas within the team. You said it's and it's top team. What do you mean? You're not a top team. At the moment, we're not playing like it. No, our defence is way too like porous for it to be considered a top team at the moment Our if 30 million and you can have David Luiz back <laughs> again it, it's international would he start for Chelsea right now I'd probably have to say yeah <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't say no to that really <laughs> like you've got Jesus. you've got Thiago Silva and then you've got Zuma who was going to be his partner and he's dropping mistakes Christiansen who I've literally fought his corner for for years. He's looking awful. And then you've got Tamori that's been frozen out. And you've got Rodrigo that's just... He would have Mustafi gone out start? No, I don't think it's that He bad. would? I don't think so. How how much of a bargain is £22 million for Gabriel Magalhaes looking? <sighs> £22 I, I think, like, with our defenders, you would say they're on a par, if not better. They make, they make ridiculous, ridiculous mistakes. <laughs> Best centre back in the league, and you're trying to say, "Oh my oh, word!" <laughs> oh, but going Ali, to the actual uh, I'm still game, waiting to know you, who's better because Van Dijk you're... isn't doing much defending at the moment, is he? Oh my word! Going back to the port, paper mache. Let's just just stop yourself there. You're embarrassing <laughs> yourself. Going back to the game. How many caps for Brazil has Laporte got? I rest my case. Go going on, Jack. back, going back to the game. I think we should have scored about four more than what we did, and I think we missed our chances. We rude them, and then our defense looks so shit that whenever someone gets a ball, I I fear genuinely. Um, TK did warn you about Werner. What do you mean? Did I? Not quite the slotsman that you thought he might be. Ahead oh. of time, TK. We're talking after the World Cup here, but... When, when we were getting linked with him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you I... did sign the German McTominay as well. <laughs> the German... I have it. They've both been playing well. <laughs> and Werner's finally got some goals from his... Performance has been warranted. He's got what three goals this, um, yeah, three goals this season. Are we counting league so cup far. goals? 
overall goals, yes. I mean, when it was Pepe, we didn't count League Cup goals as all well, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go on to City Arsenal. So we've spoken about the assault there, which really did change the game. But <laughs> don't think Arsenal can be too disappointed there. Should have scored more. The attack's not looking as fluid as it could be, but played Liverpool, played uh, City, got them out of the way. Not looking too bad. Get a couple more goals in the net. Flying. Title challenge is still on. I think the fact that your defence is looking resolute compared to pretty much everyone else's in the league. I think that's a big bonus. Yeah, you got you got to give it to Arteta, haven't you? He's done well in that yeah. regard. He's turned it Just, around on that. We've only scored eight is the issue. What's going on? Is Aubameyang down of tools now he's got that contract? Well, I mean, we played William false nine at the weekends, which, not which, well, which stank of um, when Brandon tried being a bit too clever against Jose, and it's like you, yeah. you don't you don't need to do this sometimes. And William false nine, and then Lacazette came on in centre mid. <laughs> One of them games where it seemed like I don't know if he was apologising for what we did to City in the cup, maybe <laughs> because there was no other excuse for some of them things, but. Young manager, you live and you learn. You gotta give it to Willie and he got the false bit. <laughs> yeah, he he um he really did have a stinker. Some, I did some really Arsenal did. fans um aren't aren't taking to him too kindly, but see I I warned you that he would give you one good performance and then six bad ones. Like, that's the way William is. That's why he's only so played five and he's had two good games. <laughs> So three bad Hold your horses. Then. Hold your horses there, partner. <laughs> he was saving his best for when we played Chelsea. Yeah, I bet Hopefully you we'll have uh, Martinelli last... back by then as well. <laughs> the last time we played against us, I was at that game and I saw him rip us apart when we played for Shakhtar. And uh, yeah, he does like playing against us. We also had Newcastle 1, United 4. Um, they had a penalty. No party there, but Newcastle are going to do what Newcastle are going to do. And at the end of the day, they did crumble there. Even Juan Bissaka's scoring. They did say he's one of the few players in the league that doesn't have a goal bonus in his contract because essentially they just deemed him not worth it. And then he got a goal there. So first shot in target in uh, 34 games for United. <laughs> wow. I, I find that it is a good start. Luke Shaw... Right. Didn't do himself any favours as well when Alex Tellers is on the bench. Hmm. And Tellers is probably unfortunate because everything he does is going to be compared to Reguilon, who got an assist for Harry Kane's goal. He got an assist for Lanzini's goal. And <laughs> he's been good the rest of the season as well. So it was actually he's Harry going Winks. to be judged pretty harsh. What would you say, Steve? It was actually Harry Winks for the Lanzini goal. It was Reguilon. No, it wasn't. It was Harry Winks. It was Reguilon. It was Harry Winks. Steve. Look, look, look back, I'm just saying. We'll go on to Sheffield Fulham. Fulham what getting a point game. here, as mental as it is. Fulham are one where I feel you don't need to usually watch their games. You can just assume they've lost. <laughs> <laughs> their yeah, signings I... are weird. It looks like when... You take over with like a, a relegation threat and team on football manager. 
and you think just buying Wonder Kids is going to be enough to do well, and it's not. <laughs> so I don't know what difference they're expecting there. I know their owner came out and said essentially they didn't get their like first four targets at centre back, which is probably a good thing to hear for the centre backs they did sign. <laughs> but there we go. Scott Parker it- is proving that looking good in the job can go a long way. I do love that man now. I hope he succeeds. I hope he turns out to be a good manager. Sheffield United are having the season we all thought they were going to have last season. Yeah, they look awful. They look really bad, which isn't good for them. No. Did they get into Europe in the end or not? No. No. They finished like 10th, didn't they? Or something like that. After that, Sander Burge chant as well. (laughs) Palace Brighton, I saw... Being oh my picked God. up by the pundits as being a derby, and then I saw Palace and Brighton fans defending that it wasn't a derby and it was just a rivalry. But that was probably the most entertaining thing of the whole thing, wasn't it? The, no, the kind of pre match talk. Did you not see Lewis Dunk's tackle? Did you not yeah, see was, the red cards? It was. I'll admit that a mental what happens that, when that, I don't set an alarm worse. on a Sunday happened, and I woke <laughs> up just in time for the four o'clock kickoff. Dunk's tackle. It's arguably worse than the two tackles in the Merseyside derby. I'm not joking. He has jumped about a foot off the ground, <laughs> knee height at Cahill. Think he's going to win the ball in the six yard box. Pete Mercer snaps him. It it's was kind horrific. Of, you know when you play Wembley at school and the ball's bobbling and you just throw you don't yourself need to ask me about it. that. Let me. Secondary school. I once won Wembley doubles on my own. Fuck off! I never I did. Yeah, by by I, being a tapping merchant who hangs kid, around at the goalkeeper. Jack beat the kid in the final that we thought was going to go on to be a baller. Is that Zahed? Yes. Yeah. He's no now a way, preacher, man. I did. I, I rebounded I, his shot into the net to win. <laughs> <laughs> did you just stand by the keeper the whole game? Yeah. Yes, he yes. did. He did. I thought you. I thought you did. I think I remember this. Yeah, I don't you know why you'd run around. And you, it, wheel, it, you wheeled away in celebration as well. as well. Yeah, you got to. I always <laughs> thought Psychological that. warfare. But if, if, well, if everyone does that, Barry, so you all just stand there, so there's like a ball. The, the thing distance, is, they don't. Stand, <laughs> they don't do it. Yeah, but because it's... Did. Well, that's the thing, because when other people do try, I, I do get annoyed. Like, why is other people? Why people think they are just trying to tap it in the net? <laughs> get out of my kitchen area. Um, and then finally um, Villa getting a big win away at Leicester that's four games four wins three clean sheets for them best defence in the league do we take them seriously or do we or do we assume that they're going to collapse later on is uh, it a bad look for Lampard how good Ross Barkley is looking uh. We should be worried it's, uh, it's only a matter of time before he gets back in the England team while he's playing. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough one. I think they had a hard, well, supposedly hard game against Liverpool. Um, but other than that, <laughs> they haven't really played any other big team yet. Um, so you can't really judge until they actually play like City, your Tottenham's, um, your Arsenal's, to see how they, how they defensively set up. Um, because when they played Liverpool, Liverpool really didn't do much going forward. Um, they played Sheffield, Leicester, and 
and who was Leicester? Who else have they played? Really, they played four games, haven't they? Yeah. The thing about that Villa game is, to use Jack's logic earlier, if you take away the defensive errors, we actually would, we would have <laughs> conceded the seven goals and we actually would have won that game. <laughs> <laughs> but Steve, defend- you're, a, you're a football purist. They were individual errors, that's what I'm saying. There were, the a, there were a couple in there, but, but yeah, it's um, a generally shit play. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who's a better player, Steve? Um, Ross Barkley or Mason Mount? Oh, wow. Uh, Barkley. What do you reckon? I, think, I, don't, I, I don't rate Mount at all. Jeez. Just because think... Chunks and Fiddy told him to do the little Frankenstein celebration. That's the only thing I can remember him actually ever doing. <laughs> uh, I honestly... He scored I, I, the I, winner I... against Belgium in one man of the match. Yeah, but... Yeah, but if that Belgian player hadn't deflected it, then it wouldn't have gone in. Hey, they all count. I, I don't know. He's just... To me, he's a championship player. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, don't I, I, I honestly don't think he's that good at all. If you don't watch him um, week in week out, you don't understand what he does for the team. So he's brilliant. If we have like a scale of, I rate one one to Declan Rice, Steve. Where are you putting Mount? One to Declan Rice, probably about two then. But <laughs> in, in, in my opinion, Madison's better than him. Greedish yeah. is better like, than him. I, 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 I is better than him. Yeah. I can feel. I can feel Jack's fist clenching. Jack called him Dross Barkley yesterday. No, that wasn't me. But I have called him that in the past. <laughs> I mean, that's what Ross Barkley does when you give him space. He won't do that in a Chelsea team because they're facing completely different defenses. Because what do you really, mean? The, he's Everyone's the going end to end with Chelsea at the moment, so you know they can score that many. Last season they weren't, and no, and that's not that's not the case. What they did, they hit us on the break or wait for an error. Um, but when you're playing packed defensive, Ross Barkley isn't as effective as he would be driving it into space, which we saw last night. And I think it's great business from Chelsea, where we're going to loan out Ross Barkley so we can take points off the teams that are in around us. I think that's great business. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And he can't play against us. I mean, that. in fairness, Villa are five places above you at the moment. <laughs> at the moment. But the teams around you are Spurs and West Ham. Oh, yes. And you. No, we're actually above uh, all of you, so. <laughs> You're above us hey. by a point. Sadie doors. All I heard there was we're above you. That's <laughs> <laughs> all that matters. VAR then. VAR was the other big topic of the weekend and the lack of use. We had the incident in the Liverpool game, obviously, with uh, Pickford. We had an incident in the United game where they spent about 20 minutes making sure they could get a, get a penalty for United. Um, <laughs> there was the high boot in the Arsenal game that nothing was given for. I'm not having this from you. The, okay. I'll give you my. Steve was accusing me on on Twitter. TK might back. Do me any up, of yeah. you, for as much as you criticise VAR, do you, would you ever complain that the decision has not gone against your team? If you've got to complain about VAR overall, you got to which I've about done this. consistently. So you got to complain about the decisions yourself again. Mm. 
Mm. I said that they am, am I not right? being ridiculous. I don't know if you wanted me in the middle of the game. Yes, in the middle of yeah. the game to be saying I can't believe you against even West said Ham, when, when, West Ham West, when West Ham played Arsenal and Gabriel's handballed it pretty much exactly the same as uh, the United one the day before. You were like, no, not a penalty, not a penalty. Oh, even though, yeah, you did. I I got the text on my phone from you. He's kept receipts. I may well have done, but. <laughs> <laughs> You, you could have, you could have just team. said, you could, you could have just said, yes, that was a penalty. And I no. said on the Monday on the podcast that I didn't say it was a penalty, but I said it should have been looked at, which is the point I'm making here. So you, I don't know why, I don't know what, why some things get looked at and some don't. I yeah, don't either. Uh, it's very inconsistent. I don't think it's fit for purpose as of yet. If it's not fit for uh, purpose, they shouldn't uh, use it. They should I don't keep know Hawkeye, if but it was one of them where. They tried getting out of it with the Pickford one by saying we did see it and then realised how quickly <laughs> that makes it worse. No, I think you're spot on, yeah. I think that was their like, go-to line. And one of those things, once you've said it, oh, fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> defending it, saying we didn't set it off, but we did have a look at it, is quite a strange way to go. <laughs> we thought that was a fair challenge. It was. <laughs> TK, what was your views on the Mane um, offside for the final goal. The thing I, I forgot thought, about that. I, yeah, I actually can't see the offside. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the thing with it. Is we've obviously seen countless of these where they're so so close that you can barely tell, and they've given it, and people kind of hide behind the letter of the law. Looking at this, it didn't even look like by letter of the law it was offside. It looked like it was still on. There was one like this for Spurs though, where they gave the goal. I swear. I, I can't remember who it was on um, BT. It might have been Savvy. I can't remember. But they said even actually on the, the replay where they've where they've done the line or whatever, the uh, the free frame which they've done it, the ball has actually left Thiago's foot when it's done as well. So it's not even actually the right place. Yeah, I saw Liverpool lodged an appeal about that. So where you think, you know, Mane's going, obviously, as time's going on, into more of an offside position. If you were to take it back half a second, whatever it's supposed to be before... It probably would have been even even less offside. If you Did he not it. jump back into an onside position though? It, I, I don't know. It, it, but it yeah, looks, it, it, it looks onside and it's a strange. It it did it did. And I mean, Hendo accused him of bending the line. I, did Did you see the interview where he did that though? Yeah, but he won't I, he won't get banned as a Liverpool player. I, I what do you mean think... he won't get banned as a Liverpool? What do you want him banned for then? Yeah, what. Well, Again, no, did you people see the... will complain about VAR, they'll complain about officials, and they'll get a fine or they'll get a ban. So, literally, Steve, every you are a maniac. that happened for, will it? <laughs> Steve, you are a maniac. Yeah, like... Look, Wait, I, so I, Mourinho I've never gets done for blaming the officials of VAR, ever? I've, I've, I've said this before on the, on the pod, so let's get it on record again. I absolutely understand why people can't stand and hate Liverpool. I get it. There's some fucking dreadful fans. <laughs> <laughs> but dear Lord, some of the players against us, where you all calm down. <laughs> some things do happen for all clubs that are shit. Some things are good. I mean, just everyone is calmed down a bit. I did see a tweet. Um, is it is it the new signing Gof- Godfrey? Is that his name for Everton? Ben Godfrey, yeah. Yeah, I did see because Godfrey was uh, the person next to Mane. And then an Everton fan saying, thank fuck Godfrey hasn't got a fatter ass. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Oh, that's good. It, but, yeah, it was the very, line, very odd. It was taking. He he said that sometimes they bend the lines to try and give offside, which a lot of people have kind of suggested. They do. They don't seem to be able to draw a straight line. But 
the tone in which he said it, he did seem to be fairly tongue in cheek about yeah. it. But he's... and then I saw on, on BT like Chris Sutton was like, We can't say that, can he? He's like, Fuck off, Chris. You can't, Is there anything no. making do you reckon we <laughs> do you reckon it would make a difference if we could hear what they were saying? Yeah. I'd say so. Well get what, even when we're in the stadium? No, just, or just from on TV, TV say. They're never gonna let us do it, are they? Because we'll just see how incompetent they are. I t- yeah, I, just... I, I, I agree there. But it's, <laughs> it's I don't know what solution there is because they seem to have given us every kind of boundary rule there is. I think I said the other week where they make some up as they go along, like they're doing American football, but it still makes just no sense at all as to why some things are looked at and some aren't. Uh, Especially United, because they look at everything as they do with Spurs. Isn't it like? Is I thought that the VAR room is one ref for everything. There's like two or three refs in there, but they're watching every single game. I thought that's what I, I originally thought was VAR. It's just like three or two or three refs in a room with all the games there. I think it's several for each game. I know because they always they always bring up the one person, don't they, when they say such and such is at Stockley Park. And you know what really annoys me? The so you got the refs on Sky and BT, where the commentators ask them if they think it was a penalty or not. If the refs done the right um, decision, and they always back the ref even though they're wrong. Even Peter Walton said that that's they the were wrong this weekend, didn't they? That's yeah, when you know something's gone fucking. Yeah, yeah that, for the first that's time. The, that's the barometer that I. That's the kind of yardstick that you use to yeah. measure this. Which yeah, is, he said, "Pick should be sent off." Like, okay, maybe. Uh, yeah, it's like fuck. Up. They've really fucked up here. With <laughs> he's, agree, he's agreeing with that. Dermot with Gallagher the says it was a human error. We can only apologise for it as to why Pickford was wasn't sent off. Well, it's the same with the Lacelso thing against Chelsea last season, where he should have been sent off, and they said, "Yeah, they got it wrong." I think, look, if they're going to admit they got it wrong, it is what it is. You've got to hold your hands up and that's that. Um, but they it's need not... to learn from these mistakes, which they're not doing. That's the no. Point. The standard it... of refereeing is getting worse, not better. I would rather watch Premier League for a whole season again with goals that are potentially, that are a little bit offside, no VAR, and you talk about it in a pub after where it's controversial and you just talk about it and it's debates and it's like, that's so problem, much better. It's just... I, I agree with you, mate, because the problem we've got as fans is the fact that every time that there's a big goal now, I, I don't celebrate. No, I don't. Even when I'm at the, the amount, stadium. Yeah, because the amount of times that I've been absolutely mugged off, especially in pubs, the big one that I remember... <laughs> Jack, was... in the Nations League, you claim they drew the wrong line. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was in the League Cup when they actually did, when Harry Kane No, it was the Nations the... League with Lingard's goal. <laughs> uh, yeah. Against Holland, it was like a toe offside. <laughs> you claim they drew the wrong I th- line. I think the easiest way to clear it up is kind of make the line thicker, and you have like an almost like an umpire's call like you do in cricket, where if it if they put the flag up and it's close enough, then it's the on-field decision that counts, and then you can kind of still say that look, the mm. linesman called it. The problem we've got at the moment is when you're going to be drawing lines with like the Mane one. If that was in a derby given against Chelsea, I'd be fuming. I'd be livid. I would was... be fuming, mate. And it would just be that's the problem, like you can't celebrate big goals now because you feel like you're gonna get mugged off. 
And it's just, it's turned football into just shit. It's, it's one way you look for the you result. You know, you get mugged game... off by Kepa regardless. I know, <laughs> I know. But then imagine, <laughs> I remember me watching the Man United Chelsea game with you, Byron. We had Giroud goal disallowed. It's just, also, you can't get the, excited. Uh, Club World Cup, wasn't it? Mason yeah. Mount. It just... It's more the, it's more the fact it's not solving the issue it's brought into. Yeah. You know, they're, they're saying, like, this is human error and stuff. Well, the are supposed to play into this. human error. But the referee's going to make errors on the pitch, and then there's someone in a place who can say, right, you made this mistake, here's to rectify it. It's not doing that. So if it's not doing that, you may as well get rid of it. I the agree. problem, the, what it was brought in for was goals. And again, I'm not singling out Liverpool, but it's the one that really sticks out in my mind is... <laughs> <laughs> when James Milner was offside against West Ham was it last season? Mate, he was I, in, I Be- he was in Bethnal got, Green. He actually an example this week of, uh, oh, well, <laughs> fans were complaining about this. Yeah. Two years ago when VR wasn't in place. No, no, but that's, an example of people it's the one that sticks in everyone's mind where he's like four <laughs> yards <laughs> offside. And he was right in front of the linesman. I was at that game. You guys are psychopaths. Honestly. He was so offside, he was a mile. I'm convinced yeah. you guys just got like a list. <laughs> I'm just saying, that that's the one that sticks out in my mind that I can remember. To be fair though. That's what VAR is brought in to solve, not ones that were your level. Yeah, I agree. The, the problem with it is as well, I say this about you, but then you've got Liverpool fans who go back to uh, the one where, when Sturdum was still playing for us, scored a goal that was a mile onside against Man City. And it was like, I think if we got those two extra points, we win the league or something. And people still talk about that now. So, yeah. I, the, <laughs> problem, the problem is, was... you've got you guys against us who are mental and players, people with us who are mental. So, it's, I yeah, don't I really saw a, I'll bring up the, ghost, the ghost goal in this... 05 in a minute. <laughs> I, I saw a I thread this weekend with a Liverpool fan complaining that Everton fans were saying they were offended by everything. And he was offended by the Everton fan saying how offended they were. <laughs> Snowflake. It was a sticker or something. It was a sticker they left on the seat at Anfield <laughs> saying offended by everything. And he did this whole thread about how much of a disgrace it was. <laughs> I did see go. that as well. Anything else for us to get into, or is that are we calling it a day? Alex, anything you want to get off your chest? No. I was you've done. Lamp- you've called, hang on, you've called Lampard a woke here and on on the agenda that you sent over. Are we doing this? I was just getting your head and it worked, obviously. <laughs> I've actually got it done. Mate, I've done half do an hour's worth week. of prep for this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. Not I'm not even kidding. I've got my notebook, my work notebook. That I didn't <laughs> what do you mean? Working. What to prove that Lampard isn't the worst of all time. <laughs> yeah. And you needed a whole page of notes to back that up. How much working out have you had to do? I just compared him to Klopp in Pep's first season and he came up pretty well. <laughs> it's not his first season, though. Last he season was. Ready, he came out ready to bat it, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. I've got, I've got pads on, boxing, helmet well, I mean, on. you spent £225 million and I've got worse. I've been in the nets, mate. £225 million and got worse. Hey. It's a process. Trust the process. It's a long season. And it is. Really, and let's hope uh, this injury for Mendy is a bit worse. Uh, the, question, the question I wanted to ask you, TK, would you take Lovren back? Oh, oh. Jesus. With no... Because oh. obviously you haven't got another backup to Gomez and Matip, have you? Not really. Uh, uh, 
Do you regret selling him now? I don't necessarily regret selling him. I think, I mean, you really couldn't foresee the Verge incident coming, even during no, the game. No, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, obviously, but... I think the uh, I think that's probably the thing that Rob mainly with the pick for thing, is that Verge obviously offside anyways didn't need to be there. A pick for doesn't obviously need to come and clean him out. It's all basically <laughs> yeah. unless It was all for nothing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily... I think they were looking to get a fourth centre-back in, but weren't able to. So I, I, I didn't... At the time, I remember Byron asked me about it, and I said I didn't think it's too big an error because Fabinho could drop in. So it's, it's not the worst thing ever, but they're obviously going to go back in in January, you assume. Yeah, I think that's the must, really. Because I, I like... At it, for example, but he obviously can't stay fit. We've seen enough of that. To well, Norky Gomez. <laughs> I I say it slightly. Gomez is a slightly different one. He's had like a couple of big injuries from that like, impact, so I, I don't know so much. Whereas Matip's obviously got calves that seem to tear like the paper. You just don't want Gomez and Matip on paper being your backup centre backs. It's it's weird, isn't it? Given their injury then... records. No, no, it's it's true. You wouldn't back them to put a run against. In terms of quality, as a backer, yeah, there aren't many better. No, that's it. It's, it's a weird one because I don't feel they're not really a you know a title winning partnership on on paper. Just because you think they're both sort of the second centre back, they're not really neither of them sort of leading the dance, if you will. But they are both two like, very good players. It's, a lot know, of the Van Dyke thing. Out of them. Sorry, yeah, the Van Dyke thing being out though is. Players actively didn't want to run at Van Dyke. People are going to have no qualms about running it, Gomez or Matip. Yeah. It's that fear factor, Pe- isn't it? People Can have I... started attacking the Liverpool defence this season anyway. Can yeah, I just say? the Everton game turned on it. They suddenly get, got a lot more confident. I'm just scrolling through Twitter right now. And the Liverpool FC, the, the Liverpool Echo, I've just I tweeted. I brought this up earlier. Two, what, the two hours ago? Oh, no, I brought one of them We're gathering. We're gathering messages of your support for Virgil van Dijk. One day we will watch him defend and watch him score a goal once again. But in the meantime, <laughs> leave your words of support. Send a message to Virgil. Well, in fairness, City, it's like, wore, this is City wore t-shirts for four weeks out for Jesus, wasn't it? Well, this is the thing. This is coming from the club that wore t-shirts were racist. So, Hey, I mean, if any of us are going to talk about racist clubs here, it probably shouldn't be the Chelsea fan. To be fair. <laughs> hey. But anyway, that's the, that's the, that's the fans. That's not the club. Fans. Our club didn't come out and wear the, the fans' the, t-shirts. The, fan is racist. The, the club is the fans. Very philosophical. Well, anyway. On that deep note. Thanks again <laughs> for listening to another edition of Spitballing Pod. Oh, I'll ask Steve and TK, actually, as we do each week. So this Friday on Movie Madness, we are doing Point Break against Gladiator. If you've seen both, which do you prefer? If you're listening one, I guess you could pick that one. Point Break is a classic. No, yeah, I, I, none, none of us have seen Point Break, so we're all going in blind. Have you not? Point Break is no. classic. So do you take Point Off. Break over Gladiator? Yes. Hotford also just... make a uh, a reference to Point Break in the film. Yeah, yeah, it, and uh, I'm glad that I'm finally able to understand the reference. It is good, <laughs> honestly, really good. And TK, I'm glad to hear. Mm. I'm leaning towards Gladiator myself, but they are both good films. I'm leaning towards I, 
I've said this like a million times, but I've gone to rewatch Gladiator so many times and fallen asleep right after the first battle scene. Yeah, I maintain it's a fantastic film, but maybe it's just the time in which I'm... It is a long one. film as well, it's a slow yeah. film. should probably ask Alex as well, I forgot about you there, Alex. Uh, which would you prefer? <laughs> did, did Steve say Point Break over Gladiator? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my word. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. He's, he's <laughs> come back in and he's been faced he's, with he's, that. He just, wiped, he, just, he just wiped his tears from his face from crying about Tottenham, <laughs> and now he's crying about <laughs> saying Point Steve, Break's better than Gladiator. He's not crying, Steve. He's not crying. Not yet. We'll wait. <laughs> oh, it's just... like Jay off the in-betweeners. I can hear his lip go. I, I, can't, I, I, I am struggling to hold it together. I just I didn't have any <laughs> this week. It's just like... It's, it's, How can you not, not say it's out. better? Hey, How can well, I not say Point Break is better than Gladiator? Because it's shit compared to Gladiator. Jesus. You well, don't know a movie masterpiece when you see it. We'll be Obviously. covering that on Friday. <laughs> so thanks again for listening to another edition of Spitballing Pod. We'll be back. Goodbye. <laughs>